I think that one of the big reasons a lot of people don't ever even get started pursuing their dreams is because on some level they don't believe that they'll stick with it. They don't believe that they can do it because they know that it takes a lot of work and they've never had the experience of committing to something for years on end and being consistent with it. If you want to be a best-selling author but you haven't even developed the habit of writing every day, that goal is going to look insurmountable. You have to start with the small things that you do every day. Once you have some history of working diligently on something, you establish credit with yourself though. At that point, you learn to trust in yourself. And that's why it's so important not to let the little things slide every day. If you don't think that you can handle waking up a little bit earlier or staying up a little bit later to, to write or to make music, whatever it is, your unconscious is not going to believe that you're gonna follow through if you commit to a much bigger project. And it'll try to scare you out of even trying to start. And it does that to protect you, it's not malicious, but we have to establish a reputation with ourselves by doing the things that we don't want to and by going beyond the self-imposed boundaries that we set. We have to get out of the comfort zone because that's where we're going to grow the most. It's also where we're gonna make the most mistakes though. Now, making mistakes is not a bad thing, but if we don't trust ourselves, the idea of making those mistakes seems even more terrifying than it needs to be. If we establish a good reputation with ourselves, then we're gonna be much more confident that we can handle the consequences of those mistakes, and they're not gonna seem as scary. If we make a habit of doing the little things right, we'll know that we have the character to do the big things right. A lot of times people look at failure as this big and final thing that they won't be able to, to, to recover from. And that's really just not true though. As long as a mistake isn't fatal, as long as you're still alive, you still have the chance to recover. No matter how hard the fall is, life goes on. It may seem like a big deal right now, but the emotional impact will eventually fade away. Robert Greene said that planting the seeds of future victory in present defeat is strategic brilliance of the highest order. And I agree with that. You know, the defeat, it's not final. You, you're not at the end of the road. As long as you're able to have an honest conversation with yourself about what happened, about where you are, how you got there, and you're able to learn from it, you're still on the right track. I mean, it's the idea of, yeah, you fall flat on your face, but at least you're falling forward in the right direction. You know, you're that much closer to your goal. Life is not about arriving at a certain destination. It's about the continuous process of growth. There's not really any one achievement out there that's going to make you feel fulfilled and happy with your life forever. Like you're, you're going to become acclimated to it and you're going to realize it's not as inherently rewarding as you thought it was originally. It's about that, that process of growth. It's about who you become achieving that thing. And it's about staying that person afterwards. It's about becoming better. Think about every great story that you've ever heard. The hero does not ever have like this straightforward path to the end. There's always setbacks. And it's always interesting if the main character suffers some kind of heavy losses and you know they, they get some setbacks thrown at them and they almost fail a couple times. Maybe they do fail temporarily. They're defeated at some point. That's what makes a good story. And those stories resonate with us because they represent something that we know is true on some level. So in real life, when you start meeting with failure and the odds start to look impossible, try looking at it from that perspective, from the perspective of somebody who's the focus of a story, of a great story. You know, you're the main character because you are, you're the main character in your life. And you'll start to look at those setbacks and difficult moments a little bit differently. And that's just the ability to reframe things and to look at it with a new perspective. It's such a powerful thing. You can always change your perception of every 
uh, circumstance that you go through, no matter what happens, you can tell yourself a different story. And it doesn't change what literally happened to you. Like it doesn't change the reality, but it completely changes how you respond to it. It, it changes how you interpret it. And that's what's important because, you know, 10 people can go through the exact same event and come out with completely different interpretations, 10 completely different interpretations. And I see all the time people that will go through the exact same thing and one person is happy for it, they're grateful for it, and the other person is upset by it. You know, like one person focuses on the negative, well, I didn't get more, or this didn't happen, or there's this painful aspect to it. And the other person focuses on, well, yeah, they kind of sucked, but I got this. At least I got that. At least I was able to do this. It gave me such and such opportunity. And it's like those people are going through the same situations, and but they're not experiencing it the same way. And what's cool is you get to decide how you experience it. You get to write your own story. And as long as you write it through the eyes of the hero, of the main character, as somebody who is overcoming obstacles and becoming the best that they can be, you're going to become unstoppable. Now, part of this is also learning how to live based off of your intelligence instead of your emotions, because your emotions can blind you sometimes. And this is something, if I'm being honest, that has taken me forever to learn. And I still struggle with it, to be totally transparent. But when you're in the heat of the moment, it's really easy to lose sight of the bigger picture, especially when you have powerful emotions that are weighing you down and screaming at you to freak out. And now I'm all for living from the heart, but you have to make decisions based off of reason, rationality. So Aristotle talks about this, and he says that the mark of maturity is the ability to go with what reason dictates instead of what your emotions dictate. That's a paraphrase, but you know that little statement, it has a lot of implications to it. Remember that emotions are basically warning lights. They try to tell you when you're on the wrong track or when you're on the right track, and they're trying to help you move in the right direction. The problem is that they're not always accurate. And now I'm sure you have a sense of how this could apply to negative emotions like lust or anger, but motivation is as much of an emotion as anything else. It's transient. It doesn't last. And unfortunately, a lot of people rely on motivation to get things done, especially when it comes to the idea of creating the life of their dreams. And the problem is that since motivation doesn't stay with you all the time, only working on yourself when you have it is not going to get you very far. And then when you don't make progress, you're really not going to have any motivation to do anything because you're going to think that you can't. And because of this, you have to go beyond that feeling you have to learn how to discipline yourself and do the hard things even when you don't feel like it and now you do that the same way you do anything else you start small you take baby steps you don't need to do it all today you don't have to do this overnight you can't build a habit overnight just understand that a lack of motivation is not what's holding you back it's a failure to exercise your willpower but that's a good thing because that's something you can control you can you can change that at any time it means that you have the power to do things whether or not you feel like it, whether that emotion is there or not. There's all these things out there about like motivational speaking and how to become more motivated. And the reality is you've got to become more disciplined. You've got to become stricter with yourself. And you don't have to do it all at once. Like I said, you start with the little things. You know, you make little habits and you stick with them and you, you learn to trust yourself. You learn that you will do the right things. Even if you're not doing a lot of the right things, you're doing them consistently. And then you just kind of build on top of that. You add more and more. And let's remember also that the bad feelings are just as fleeting. They're just as transient. So fear, laziness, discomfort, they don't last. So you don't rely on them. What you have to learn to rely on instead are systems, things that you know are going to work for you. And probably the most powerful system that we can fall back on is the programs that we decide to run our mindset off of. 
So do we look at the world through the lens of growth and opportunity, or do we look at it through pain and stagnation? Because those are different mindsets. People that focus on the pain, they see a lot of pain. People that focus on the opportunity are going to see a lot of opportunity. And if there's one thing I've learned is that people can absolutely choose to interpret a situation however they want. And I've seen some people crumble under pressure, while I've seen others embrace that same situation and turn it to their advantage. I've seen people completely break down when things get tough, and I've seen other people dig deep and find inner strength that they, they didn't know that they had. And I've felt personally what it's like to have that change of mindset. There's been many times where I've caught myself getting sucked into a negative mindset, and I've had to pull myself out. And it's difficult. Always. It's always difficult. But once you make that shift, you feel things change because your body is responding differently. You're releasing different chemicals into your bloodstream. The situation may not have changed, but you have. All you really have to do is you, start ha you have to start changing how you talk to yourself. When you're stressed out, when you're depressed, when you're upset about a situation, pause. Like, like take a minute and try to reframe it. The mind is very creative. And if you give it just a little bit of effort, you'll be able to think of at least a few different ways that you could interpret this situation. So maybe you're angry with a coworker, but you reframe things and you start looking for ways that can turn that situation into a positive you know, maybe that conflict can motivate you to work harder. There's that word again, but maybe it can motivate you to work harder and to become the best that you can be. Maybe it'll force you to start learning how to play the political game. And that's something that you've overlooked. I know that's the case for me. I hate playing politics with people, but it's not something that you can get away with. So whenever I come across those situations where I have to do it, it's like, okay, well, this is stressful. I don't want to do it, but I try to remind myself like this is an important skill and I have the opportunity to practice it now. I have the opportunity to get better. You know, maybe you realize that you dislike them so much because you see certain aspects of yourself in them and you, you don't like looking at that, that mirror being held up to you. And maybe that's a chance for you to do some healing and some growing on your part so that you no longer resonate with those characteristics. And I've had people get on to me saying that this doesn't actually change anything. Well, it does, though. It changes your mindset. It changes your perception, which is all that really matters. There's always an opportunity to be found in any kind of uh, negative situation, any obstacle that you come across. But you won't see it if you've primed your brain to only notice what's wrong. Challenge and adversity, honestly, are the greatest resources that you have. Why? Because you're never going to run out of them. There's always going to be an obstacle. There's always going to be challenges. You're never going to have a shortage of any of these. Don't beat yourself up whenever you fail at something, whenever you have the, some kind of setback. What you want to do instead is to accept it as it is, realize that mistakes are a part of life and that they're part of the learning and growing process, and make the most of that lesson. Capitalize on it, internalize it, and do better next time. Don't get caught up in the emotion of feeling bad about it. Just take responsibility for what you can, but move on. Be honest about yourself, about where you're starting out from, where you are right now. That way you can start making better informed decisions. That's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Good luck.